I'm a covenant man. I'm a covenant man. Living in the riches of my Lord and King, I'm a covenant man. I'm a covenant man. Committed to Him in everything I do believe. Hey everybody, David Weeder here. I want to talk to you today about tithing the tithe. Now, I know there's a, a lot of people in the church. Well, actually, according to statistics, there's not a lot of people in the church. But the people in the church that do tithe, there's a significant percentage of them that think that they are tithing just because when the, when the bucket passes by them, they plunk down their, their 10%. That is not tithing the tithe. And so you get a lot of people thinking that they're tithing and then wondering why they're struggling financially. Why are they having a hard time? Why are they not being more successful? Because they know, they just know, even if they didn't know the specific scripture, they know that if they're bringing their tithes to the Lord, they ought to be doing okay. And indeed, that's what the the scripture does say. So let's address that today. Um, basically, the, 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 the short answer to that is obedience is better than sacrifice, as the Word says. And they're not being obedient a lot of times because they don't know what the Scripture says. Um, now, I'm going under the assumption that I'm talking to people here who know that tithing is for us today. If you don't know that or if you have a question about that, go read Hebrews 7. It talks about here men that die receive tithes, but there he receives them that liveth forever. Okay, that's in the New Testament. That's for today. Um, Hebrews 7 talks about Jesus being our high priest after the order of Melchizedek. Well, Melchizedek received the tithes of Abraham. It's not under the law because Abraham was before the law. So pretty much any argument you come up with trying to get out of tithe, which is just being cheap and stingy anyway, is invalid. So I'm talking to the people who know that we are supposed to be tithers. But in order to be a tither, you must know how to tithe. The 10%, the money that you put in the offering, is not the tithe. It's not... It is the tithe, but it's not the tithe until you put the word with it to become a living tithe. Let's get into the word. In Malachi chapter 3, it starts off in verse 8. Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, wherein have we robbed you? In tithes. And offerings. You have you are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Verse ten. Bring you all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it and i will rebuke the devourer for your sakes and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground neither shall your vine 
Cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts, and all nations shall call you blessed, for you shall be a delightsome land, saith the Lord of hosts. Now we're going to come back to this at the very end because I'll show you something else that can be holding things up. Okay, But right now, we're going to concentrate, go over to Deuteronomy 26, and we're going to concentrate on how exactly do you tithe the tithe. Chapter 26 of Deuteronomy, starting in verse 1. And it shall be when thou art come in unto the land which the Lord thy God give thee for an inheritance, and possess it, and dwell therein, that thou shalt take of the first of all the fruit of the earth, that the Lord thy God giveth thee, and shall put it in a basket, and shall go unto the place which the Lord thy God shall choose to place his name there. Now, I want to stop for just a second. Now, we need to put this into our new covenant setting. All right, so go with me real quick to Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. And let's start with uh, verse 12. Colossians 1, verse 12. Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet. That means able. Okay, that's an old English word, means able. To be partakers of the inheritance. Inheritance of the saints in light. Who has delivered us. Okay, listen up has delivered us from the power of darkness and hath, that means has already, hath, past tense, has already translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son. That's our land. He's already brought us into our land, the kingdom of His dear Son. So back to Deuteronomy 26, verse 3. And thou shalt go unto the priest that shall be in those days, and shall say to him. All right. Now, spend some time. We don't have time to do it on this little short broadcast thing here. But take some time. Go to Hebrews chapter 6 and chapter 7. Read the whole way through. Jesus is our priest that are in these days. He, he was even specific. Look here. Thou shalt go unto the priest that shall be in those days. He is our priest in these days. Spelled out so clear in Hebrews 6 and 7. So do your homework. And profess this day, I profess this day unto the Lord thy God that I am come unto the country which the Lord sware unto our fathers to give us. And the priest, Jesus, shall take the basket out of thy hand and set it down before the altar of the Lord thy God. And thou shalt speak and say before the Lord thy God. And then go on down through there. And it, it talks about some things. Now make sure, I'm going to give you an example of this in a little bit. But make sure that you see what you're supposed to say before your God in light of our new covenant. All right? Now, 
The priest shall take, back to verse 4, the priest shall take the basket out of thine hand and set it down before the altar of the Lord thy God. Go on over with me to verse 10. And now behold, I have brought the first fruits of the land which thou, O Lord, hast given me. And thou, the priest, shall set it before the Lord thy God and worship before the Lord thy God. And in Hebrews, glory to God, he tells us that he ever liveth to make intercession for us. Let me paint a picture for you. You bring your tithe to the high priest. You bring your tithe to Jesus. And you say, Jesus, my high priest, I bring you my tithe. You have brought me out of the kingdom of darkness. I was lost and I was undone. I was, I was headed to hell. But you have brought me out, translated me into your kingdom, the glorious light. I'm no longer lost. I'm no longer headed for hell. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my high priest. I'm so grateful. Now, sir, take my tithe. Set it down on the altar and worship our God with my tithe. And He ever liveth to make intercession for you on your behalf in the area of finances physical wealth, money, silver, gold. That, my friend, is being a tither. And that is tithing the tithe. But let me show you one other hold up here. Don't fall into this trap. Oh, please don't fall into this trap. Go back to Malachi. Chapter 3. Now at the end of that, you, 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 you're talking to Jesus. You're, 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 you're high priest. You're bringing the tithe. And now you can, according to the word, it says, prove me now herewith. Father, I bring you my tithe. And now, Lord God, I expect you and I receive that you have opened the windows of heaven over me. And you are pouring me out a blessing that I don't have to room to receive. And you, sir, have rebuked Satan for my sake. My vine won't cast its fruit before the time in the field. My investments come to fruition that you have directed me to invest into. My money prospers. It exceeds. It multiplies. And my storehouses are full. And... Check out verse 13. Another thing that kept them from receiving the tithing blessing. Your words have been stout against me, saith the Lord. Yet you say, what have we spoken so much against you? You have said, it is vain to serve God. And what profit is it that we have kept 
his ordinance. You have been against profit. You need to change your words so that they're not stout against God being able to bless you. When you criticize someone else for profiting, your words are stout against God from profiting you as a tither. So you can be tithing, but you criticize this preacher for having money or that co-worker for having money or having a boat or a fine house, whatever the profit may be, you just put your word stout against God being able to bless you like he wants to and as you're right as the results of, a, of, a, of being a tither. Don't do that. If you've been doing it, repent, change, turn around. And the blessing will start flowing and producing the results of the tither that are rightfully yours as your high priest intercedes on your behalf. Glory to God. Put this into work and it will help you move into the flow of the blessing. Just want you to know Jesus loves you today. And I love you too. And I want the best for you. Be blessed in Jesus' name.